0: Welcome to Mind to Make, Episode Three. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. Before I get started introducing this week's guest, I just wanted to personally thank everyone who subscribed to the podcast so far. Um, I'd invite your comments about the show, the website, social media pages, um, anything really to find out what you uh, what you think of it, and if there's anything that needs improving in your opinion, um, whether positive mm-hmm. or negative. I appreciate any comments um, as you may know, um, the the real goal of the show is to foster greater communication through art and uh, these discussions. So um, please, uh, send me any comments about anything that you see um, or want to know more about. This week on Mind to Make, I sit down with fashion designer and drag queen Buzz. I wanted to have Buzz on the show because since having been introduced to the world of drag, uh, thank you to my partner Vanessa, I've been astounded by Just the numerous disciplines that it involves, from performance to design, uh, and and a lot in between, and how constantly and consistently creative um, the artists in that field have to be uh, to compete. Um, It's no different for Buzz. Um, Buzz's bio reads as follows Buzz is an emerging fashion thing who runs a label called Rebay by Rebay. Rebay was born in the mall, proverbially and otherwise and currently converges at the fun and funky intersection of tweenness, meanness, and venus. Buzz is on the board, B-O-R-E-D, of some stuff, and never salts her driveway before she tastes it. Uh, though Buzz doesn't spend as much time in the drag world these days, uh, we discuss her secretive introduction into fashion and drag, and the sometimes sticky relationship between familial expectations and the need to pursue art. We talk about how fashion changes your perceived role in society, both internally and externally, and what it means to put yourself into your art, both literally and figuratively. We discuss breaking through societal norms and what it means to develop your brand uh, and how it can evolve over time. Finally, as you can probably discern from Buzz's bio, the world of drag and sometimes fashion is permeated by a strong sense of humor. And we talk about how that's influenced Buzz's work. So without further ado, I bring you my interview with Buzz on Mind to Make. Hi, I'm here with my good friend, Buzz. Hello. Hi, Buzz. How are you?
1: I'm good, Jerry. Thanks for having me. Thank you for
0: coming. I usually start off with a bit of background. So when did you first think like this is something that I want to do?
1: Well, I mean, you were saying about like your what your limited exposure to fashion, which isn't like really that much different from my own. Like, um, uh, yeah, people always ask fashion designers about um, where it came from, like where it starts. And there's like often like these really like, oh, like really beautiful romantic stories about (laughs) like you know i watched my grandmother put on her makeup and it was just oh and i just dream of glamour and pearls and uh so i just you know that's great i didn't have that so much um like no one glam was around when I was a, a kid. Uh, even still, if in my family, like if you if you liked it or aspired to do anything with that or cared about it, it was like really shallow. Okay, because um, both my parents are like really academic and like kind of really academic and really like from, I don't know, from a time like that, like if you uh, care about your appearance, then you're vain. And like, that's just not like, that's not interesting. That's not smart. Um, So I had to figure it out all on my own. And I had to like source all the things that made me like it so much on my own. Um, A lot of it came from moments I spent with like my, I really, I I hate saying that I had a a nanny, but I did. uh, And, I had a few, and there was one named Eleanor, and she was really great, and she was also really lazy like me. <laughs> um, and so when I was, like, eight, and my mom would be like, you have to go on a walk to the park, and you're going to feed the ducks, and you're going to go skating and, like, do all this, like, uh, all these activities that, like, neither of us gave a shit about. It was great to just go on the computer and, like, look at shit. Look like right. at whatever I wanted. Yeah, and so like I found
0: she, she would not take you to the to do these things. She would just be like, "It's fine
1: sometimes," but like we were, you know, we were in cahoots a little bit. Okay. Like so, um, I spent a lot of time with her in our in our basement looking at dumb shit on the computer. A lot of which was like early exposure type things to like fashion and and and. and do you mind
0: saying when this was approximately? This was like,
1: is like um, this is like two thousand and three four, five, six, um, I would have been like, yeah, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. So that's kind of that. And so I looked at a lot of stuff and now I'm still kind of trying to like crack the code about like all of that, like information that I just kind of took in. And like, I just, yeah, that's, that, that, that's where it came from.
0: So kind of just getting the exposure initially. I mean, it's, it's interesting because yeah. I,
1: I, you know. The exposure, but like the exposure motivated through it being kind of like sneaky or, or, or naughty oh, okay. or, or something, you know. Yeah. I guess, yeah, that was kind of what was missing. It makes what it was, like, like
0: a guilty pleasure.
1: Yeah, which is so kind of like crazy for me to think now. Like, um, I don't know what everybody is thinking, but I don't think like there's, uh, you know, that universal um, sense of like, oh, if you dress up and care about your appearance, it's like a shallow thing. Like that's not mm-hmm. as pervasive. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's funny for me to think. But yeah, it was really like, I wasn't allowed to like those things. It was also like, I mean elephants in the room is like, those are all like huge queer red flags of like, uh oh, like you have like weird personal interests, like we're afraid of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's sneaky like that, but it also like, I, yeah, it was really just Oh, it's so fun for me to look at the stuff that I'm not supposed to. It yeah. wasn't porn, yeah. like it wasn't like crazy or interesting by like anything I think about today. But yeah, that was that was <laughs> yeah, the motivation. The scope
0: of the internet, you know, and what you can get onto.
1: Yeah, I watched like New York to like who the fuck cares? But like it was fun and scary to do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Something about that, like you shouldn't do that. It makes yeah. especially if you're young. It's like well I totally want to do that. Yeah. that's exactly what I want to do. Then
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and that
0: kind of gave you your initial interest in the whole thing. Yeah. So, when was it that you kind of? When were you starting to be honest about it and and decide like I don't care, I'm going to do it anyway? Um, were you doing yeah. it in secret? Like, I, were you
1: kind of getting doing it with friends, or you were? I guess I was in secret, kind of like mentally plotting. Like, okay, yeah, like I don't know that there was a moment because it was kind of like I feel. Like it was always just like okay, I'm gonna do this. Like even like even when I was like even like younger than that, like a tiny kid. Like what do you want to be when you grow up? It was still like I want to be a fashion designer. Okay. So it was kind of like I don't I don't know that I ever let any space in my mind open up to do something else or think about myself in a different way. So yeah. it felt like um, inevitable. Yeah. Kind of. And there just became a point, like I guess, very recently where I just kind of had to go like, okay, well, you just need to figure this out for yourself. Cause like, like it has to happen. Yeah. So
0: if n- nobody else is going to make it, happen, no one's going to
1: make it happen for me. Like I'm not, I'm not going to school about it or anything else for that matter. I really don't know. I think, uh, but, but I, I don't think I want to do that. Like I, I, so
0: you mean school, like yeah. professional or not professional I guess I should say but like
1: fancy academic validation yeah. like I just uh, that's all very like lovely and good and maybe I will one day if I need to like learn all this crazy new stuff but like I just don't fucking want to so I don't think I'm going to yeah um, it's it's served you
0: you've, you know your own gumption has served you perfectly well to this point thank
1: you and yeah. <laughs> I hope to keep doing that Yeah. Um. so yeah I just I guess I guess the moment was maybe really recently like a few years ago where I was like oh, okay I'm I can't keep wasting time like i just need to figure this out. Yeah. And so that's very much where i am right now, kind of like uh, figuring it out. Amazing. And uh yeah.
0: I don't I mean i i would guess there are, i feel like i am somewhat in the same category in the sense of of course, not having a not having a like a family who like had any understanding of what it would be what it would mean to pursue anything in the arts like mm-hmm. whether there was interest in the arts or not i think like i came come from a musical family right everybody played instruments or sang or something yeah but i don't think there was ever any question about well that's not a career pursuit right. like maybe it could be mm-hmm. but there was no infrastructure of sorts like to to you know, bolster my entry into that industry. Right. And it was always like, oh, I don't, I don't know anything about it. And I don't really know anybody in that industry. So I can't really help you. Mm-hmm. There was not like a lack of support on in, in my instance. Was it a necessity for you to kind of get any kind of approval from your parents? Or did, was it su- just like always such a thing that you were just like, I'm just going to do it because I have to, or I mm-hmm. just, I have this need to do it. I can't look for validation from them.
1: Right. It's kind of like, it's still kind of in between and it's still kind of weird because yeah, I feel like that, that sounds pretty bang on to my experience. Like I didn't, there was never opposition Mm. really in terms of like uh, what a lot of people who work in the arts deal with from their families. Like it was not bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But not supportive.
0: But not, well,
1: yes, supportive because like, um, I, they know what I'm up to and We talk about it and it's fine and good, Mm -hmm. but um, like it's like never is it is it seen, you know, or understood or engaged with. And of course, like I guess I still want that, like, and I think a lot of people want that from their family. And I think if they don't, they're lying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I think I think it's a bit of both. Like I know, okay, well, I have to kind of just like staunchly pursue this because like. I just have to and very recently like I've learned a lot about like how what to expect from other people and in terms of that and more so what not to expect from other people so yeah I have to do it Mm -hmm. whether 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 my family um really super duper wants it or not um of course I want them to but like it's just gonna happen. gonna happen, happen i took one sewing class like when i was really young Mm -hmm. uh like 13 or something and so i learned how to use a sewing machine and operate it and press the button and like put my foot on the thing but like sometimes i put my foot on the table with the foot anyways who cares i don't know i know how to like use the machine and then from there i didn't really do anything Mm -hmm. because everybody told me it was really hard and really technical and really mathematic and And the process like garment creation is this really like, oh, like this really like hard thing. So that's what everyone told me. So I'm like, okay, I have this like useless skill now. I'm just going to wait. And then I just I I forget how I kind of got back into it. Actually, it was through drag and kind of the necessity of having something new to wear all the fucking time. Like I needed that. So that's kind of like uh, the point in time where where they meet for me. When you started, to when I started, drag. yeah, out of out of necessity, I started. Yeah. It, 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 I had to. You I, know?
0: I was kind. I was going to ask you about this because yeah. I thought to myself. I was thinking this last night was, if you're regular in the drag scene, mm-hmm. anybody that I know who's a drag queen is creating like at least one outfit a month. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's like usually more. 10, yeah. yeah, but um, this is what I find so amazing about drag. It's just how creative you have to be. On a consistent basis. Oh, yeah. Like reinvention or, you know, consistent invention.
1: I also feel that same way. Like, I've worked and done things, you know, uh, involved with my artistic practice through the context of drag. But, Mm -hmm. like, I've never worked like that. I've never been like a. What are the girls who do like seven days a week outfit, 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 like more than one a night? Like so, I am also kind of uh, in confused awe about like how that all comes to be. Mm-hmm. I um, yeah, I wish I I I'm I'm really envious of 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 girls who 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 work at that level because I think it's really insane. I never I never really did that much, but um, but it's it's like it's the same it's the same feeling of like necessity, like.
0: I mean, even if you had the, even if you had a greater technical knowledge.
1: That's not what does it. Like, that's no. not what, what, like, what like solves the problem. Maybe you could say,
0: well, now I can make, you know, like a tighter fitting dress. Yeah. Or I can make something that's more, you know, contour Yeah, or whatever it is. You can.
1: Yeah. Well, like the biggest constraint and in, in those kinds of moments being time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah what I've been spending my time on recently has been staying at home, okay. looking out the window, but more just <laughs> like, okay, like I need to figure out how to make stuff and make stuff that looks good. And, and, and not just make stuff that looks uh, hasty mm. and shitty and, um, and, and, and stuff that people can figure out. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I, yeah. So that's where I've been. That's where I've been. Okay. And so I feel like in that sense, I feel like a, a like a little bit removed but it's also kind of a community that um, that you can kind of go back to at any time. Yeah. You know, I, I, spent, I spent so much time with drag queens doing drag stuff. It meant so much to me. And I thought, like, I have to keep this up because it's like, you know, what if it goes away? But, like, n- nobody's really thinking about your credentials in that much of a long-term way. They don't really mm-hmm. transfer. So I'm a part of this community. Uh, but I'm kind of taking a break, I yeah. guess would be would be the answer for just for the sheer reason that it's so much fucking work. Um, and I want to do work that feels like serious and, and necessary and, um, and doesn't, con- doesn't
0: put you in the drag box only. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I guess what, let's talk a bit about how did you yeah. start to then explore like, okay, now I really want to get into fashion specifically. Yeah. Um, you, you started a line called Rebe. Yes. So let's talk a bit about reverb
1: sure um it's my fashion baby and that's what i call it um because yeah it's my it's my label so as it stands right now um it's it's just mine and that was a funny one cuz like um it was kind of like that project was kind of birthed into existence like uh we keep saying necessity so i'm gonna say out of necessity but what had happened was there were some friends of mine and they were having this party at the galleria mall here in toronto um and i don't know like someone thought that like a fashion show in the mall would be a really great idea and like of course i agree it was and is a great idea to do and so so we had like two weeks to make a lot of clothes
0: how many pieces did you have to make
1: Like 13 or so. Um, But like, not like, um, like it was so much fun because I didn't know what I was doing. So um, all this crazy stuff came out. um, And I had a friend of mine make a print that was like all um, uh, like mall motif, like, shoplifting signs and people at the mall on the fountain and all this stuff. So it was like, it was like, um, yeah, this fashion project was birthed out of necessity for a mall fashion show at this really dumb party. It was really fun. And, um, and did
0: the concept of rebake also come from
1: that mall? Yeah. Okay. Um, like my friend, my friend, uh, cam who I developed it with, uh, we always like laugh and joke about mall stuff because like, uh, It's so, like, everywhere. It's so in our culture. It's so something people do. There's so much crazy stuff going on. So, yeah, it was just, like, always really funny joke fodder for us. And then, like, um, Rebe like, the word itself, like, just came out of some, like, crazy utterance a friend of ours had made uh, one time about derogatory way of referring to this customer at her work that she didn't like called Rebecca okay really and like um and i like rebecca to me is just like the sassiest name i think it's so like uh it's just like it's it's a mall name kind of okay you know and then like um the logo became stylized to like replicate the hudson's bay old logo yeah um and then so yeah like it was it was um it was totally inspired by mall culture. mall stuff yeah um and you know what did they sell at the mall like they sell all kinds of stuff but they sell fashion at yeah. the mall yeah so i kind of like the the idea of it's like fashion about fashion mm-hmm. like you know and, and and that that like the loop in your brain that like that creates um i really like gags like that and tricks like that where there's kinds of maybe like lots of levels even though it kind of seems and is like like a flippant sort of dumb thing on the surface. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, like it came into, it was very um, serendipitous. I say that word all the time. I don't actually really know what it means, but I think it works there. Like it, like it all comes together and it's amazing at the same time. Yeah. Serendipitous. And so, And then it was good and I wanted to keep going. And it was like, you know, my biggest fear of my whole life was like, oh, I want to be a fashion designer so much. But like, what is it going to be called when I do it? Do I want to have it be my name? No, because then my name's in the public all the time and I don't have a name anymore. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. so I always knew it was going to be a fun, dumb thing, like a, a little joke. And then it came. So I'm really grateful. That my fashion label is now named Rebe. <laughs> Rebe by Rebe, also, um, because it's kind of like a joke on, on a diffusion line. Yeah. Um can you just parse that out for people who are yeah. not familiar with that concept? Well, well like Mark by Mark Jacobs, yes. or like this for that for this for that by this. Um, <laughs> I think it's really funny. And um, especially now, like there is so much of it. Um there's so much of it like in five years we're gonna have like two corporations because it's just like <laughs> yeah you know that's just it's just funny to say and it's funny to imagine yeah. so um it's this imaginary diffusion mall line of stuff that's actually real <laughs>
0: I find that one of the greatest joys in drag is this pervasive ridiculousness. Not ridiculousness is maybe wrong because there is well, there's there's strong seriousness in that in that field. But like there is so much comedy. There's yeah. so much joy and expression and that that novelty like pervades almost everything from the name. There's so many punny aspects of drag like yeah. almost everything is a pun. Like if drag could be a pun it, it could you know what i mean yeah um do, do you sort of find that about fashion in general that it it, it takes itself too seriously that it really needs to like have a, a an honest discussion with itself about yeah about how serious it is and do you think it's a serious like do you find it serious or do you just tend to shy away from the seriousness of that world
1: that's a good question because i think like i don't know i'm of two minds of it like of course um like humor is so it's so important to me it's all it's all I have it's what keeps me going and um I really I really get a kick out of of investing and working on humor because um I don't know I guess it happens because it happens in the world we have like so much funny stuff to like watch and look at but like I don't know in the communities I've worked with throughout my life like you make a joke and it's funny and it goes away and then let now let's do something serious you know or now, now let's put our money somewhere that we know will like be like uh, understandable or, or or seem like valid and, and and smart or something so I mean I, I always think it's great to take the joke all the way and like uh yeah of course that that's a part of it you know at this but at the same time like I'm, I'm explaining this and this is my process and I'm also saying like yeah it's like there's seriousness in these jokes because I'm developing them and making it Mm -hmm. like a real thing for people to look at so Mm -hmm. I like being serious a little bit too um and like in fashion right now like there's a lot of really like fun stuff happening and a lot of stuff that doesn't like seem or look serious at all to me and like I wonder if these things, if these things were developed further, what would happen? Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know, I guess, I I don't know. I don't, I don't engage with fashion as, as an industry, as a business. Like I don't, I don't read magazines. I don't really, I I'm not, I'm not up to date enough to know like, or to, to have like, um, like a really sound opinion on, 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 on the decorum of the industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, I kind of try and intentionally like not, pay so much attention yeah so yeah i don't i don't really know but i think that i like to be serious and i like to be silly at the same time yeah um
0: and there's room for both yeah 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 I've, i i've always felt that well, like in some way it's really great to just yeah to isolate yourself and just kind of really focus on what you think is important you know to put into a piece
1: yeah I think like it's never too late to take on to open your eyes and open your mind and your heart and your ears and your nose to like what you know, like like new stuff like that's really great but mm-hmm. um I struggle with it all the time like is 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 what I'm taking in and and responding to like going to serve me well or or am I just losing the plot because it's there and interesting mm-hmm. like it's really it's really difficult, and I find like the only way I can remedy that or make sense of that is by—it's just like time. Like, I see if I've seen something that's good, just like okay, cool. I think that's good. I'm gonna wait and then come back to it, and then like you know, if it still resonates, then that's that's generally like okay, that's the go ahead. Like you know,
0: that's timelessness of some kind. Yeah,
1: yeah, or like or, or like timelessness, like to an extent. Yeah, you know, like. I've had, like, I have notes in my phone from, like, 2013 of, like, ideas, and, like, it's garbage, and I, like, you know, it doesn't resonate anymore, mm-hmm. so I think that, like, yeah, it's been tricky for me, because I know that, okay, if I wait a bit, that's when I kind of figure things out, that's when the clarity comes through, uh, how much time is too much time, you know, because I've also f- learned, like, very, very recently, like, too much time's not good, because then... Too much time's going by, nothing's happening. Yeah. So I think that like, yeah, the amount the amount of influences and the amount of like niches available to create within are confusing. Yeah. Um I think release
0: is a big thing for a lot of people too. mm -hmm. Just trying to figure out and I think again, it's like we were talking about with music uh before we started recording, this idea of like single versus album, mm -hmm. you know, like I know some people and i've known people who have said you know you really should be releasing something consistently like you know once a month or once every couple months yeah um and i i question that idea i i wonder if more is better a lot of the no. time considering <laughs> how much more there is now yeah. you know um not to say cuz i mean part of the reason i did this was to encourage people to be more creative and you know to to explore creativity as a means to help communicate with each other. But I, I think maybe the element there is, is that it it does take time to develop an idea and you really should, if you're going to go through the process of doing that, like take the time to consider it. Yeah. Um, Unless you're some sort of insane prodigy who can just kind of come up with amazing new things all the time. um, Look for something that's going to really establish yourself as being unique. Yeah. And, and, and be okay with, like, taking the time. Like, in this instance that you're referring to is recently feeling mm-hmm. like you waited too long. Was it because somebody else had done something?
1: Yes. Right. All the time. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm like this kind of, like, trend profit. Like, mm-hmm. that's not my agenda. But, like, it, yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah. Oh, like, and of course, like, there's no original ideas anymore. So, um, I don't want to encourage that, feed that beast of... You copied me, you copied me. Like, that's a big problem, especially on social media. Mm -hmm. My friend, um, my best friend, Juyen is a makeup artist. And like that, like in that community, that's where it's like the most rampant. Really? Like, you copied me, you copied me, you copied me. So if you're a makeup person on Instagram and you did something interesting that maybe somebody else has done before, like you have to tag them and you have to take every other person that is also maybe done like some you know drew an egg on their nose you have to tag every single person who's done that exact same thing or else you're fucking copying them hashtag egg nose um so yeah and the only way to get ahead is just to like do it like and 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 to do it first um so So there really is like a
0: sense of urgency beyond being like no i really have to wait for the moment that i'm sure that this is right you just sort of have to follow your instincts and
1: it's ex- that's exactly like the balance I'm trying to strike right now. Um, yeah. I'm working on a collection. It's really taking a really long time for, you know, all the reasons that we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, it's like, I'm really trying super hard to try and like figure out like, what's my algorithm? What's my, how do I optimize my relationship with timing in that way? Cause mm-hmm. I think it's really like, it's really super important. And I'm, I have, like, I don't know, a bit of, like, this obsession with time and, like, how I perceive it and how it changes things and how it's real and how it's not, blah, blah, blah. But, like, uh, yeah, I don't think there's a right answer. Um, but I do think, like, I get upset when I see hasty things or or things that could be really good or people who are making stuff um, at, like, a volume that doesn't allow for it to be good because of, you know, the... The short collective attention span we all have, blah blah blah. Yeah, but like, if you're a creative person, like, it's you have to know, like, okay, you're going to be in the public eye to uh, to an extent, and you, you have to feed the beast a little bit. Yeah, like you know, don't don't be so afraid of
0: releasing it to. You're always yeah have critics, exactly, and, and it's never going to be that good. Yeah. Like you
1: can always it'll always be better soon. Yeah, so I t- I tend
0: to try mm-hmm. to look at things in the like from the long tail theory, you know, like. People will come and go in the short term, but in the long term, I'll hopefully develop enough people that like what I'm doing that yeah. they can sustain my practice.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, it's about like it's a long distance journey. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people from my generation don't get that and are burning themselves out like really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of was totally like going in that direction and recently like forced myself to to stop and to figure it out and to not be so afraid of like what would happen if I just like went away yeah uh, or, or, or or took time to myself and then like having done that I realized like yeah it's not like it, it, I don't know if it's good I don't know if it's bad but it's just been like essential
0: so do you want to talk a bit about uh what you're working on right now do you sure. talk about where the we're kind of or, or would you like to talk a bit about what you have done um you you did a show beyond that we, we started talking about the show at the galleria yeah but you did another show that i saw online on your website yeah um it looked like it was at a gallery we've maybe?
1: got a so at this point we've done two shows and then um one was uh like a fundraiser type event uh with art metropole right And it was at division gallery and we had this fashion show and we did one at mercer union was it yeah like about a year ago Mm -hmm. um so it's really been like
0: like one one collection a year
1: yeah which is a totally like um like weird and slow timeline that doesn't exist in fashion but i don't know it's working for now Mm -hmm. um and so i'm trying to work on something again that is even better. Um, I'm in the emotional landscape there and I feel like I'm gonna make stuff about like the winter time mm-hmm. um, and Neptune and things that maybe feel more, I don't know, like contemplative, okay uh, and less obnoxious <laughs> and maybe see like, okay, like I like jokes. you know what if I like jokes I like making, making fashion jokes um but i haven't been engaging with funny people or funny situations for a while so okay so what i'm trying to find the joke in like my life right now like what okay what what am i doing i'm being isolated you know i'm like spending time in like rural ontario and not really not really talking or or saying or doing much so i'm like okay where's the joke there what's funny about that i think there's something funny about
0: going to find something yeah when what you you're find still is there just yeah you're still <laughs> what you're yeah yeah you've only brought yourself you're going to a very isolated place but you're but you're looking for something yeah in isol- in complete isolation yeah what do you expect to find that you you couldn't find before
1: yeah it's completely it's completely ridiculous and it's like all i've been been doing and taking like really like long walks and I don't know. I guess like, I think, I think this is like, this is something I feel like maybe other fashion type making people or whatever could also maybe say as part of the process is like kind of becoming the character a little bit yourself, you know, every time I walk from point A to point B, like, I'm in the show. What's going on? You know, where, where, what am I looking at? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, who is it? I don't care to answer that in terms of words. Like, I know that's a big, like, fashion joke. Like, oh, like, oh, she's, like, Malibu Barbie Beyonce princess on the street in an airplane helicopter, like, in Fiji. Like, I don't, you know, like, that's always, like, a bit crazy. But I guess I'm just trying to say I've been developing it that way. And, like, I don't know, trying to, like, trying to, like, live, trying to live it. Or, or, uh, yeah.
0: Do you think all of your pieces have to have some aspect of that? Like, they have to to some degree embody a part of you or a part of who you could see yourself as or
1: yeah i do i think that that's always been there and it's not like that's kind of that's something like not even conscious like that's just kind of you know like i guess really like fashion just is making clothes for people to wear sometimes me sometimes not like it's Mm -hmm. it's just how i Tell stories, yeah. People like that's a cliche for sure, but like it's just it feels like the only language I have to to yeah. adequately say how I feel.
0: Yeah, there is a degree of comfort. Yeah, that, and I'm not talking about like a sn- snuggie, although I wouldn't take that out of your repertoire. I love a snuggy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But there seems to be a sort of, there's there's a lot of air, there's a lot of space, mm-hmm. there's fluidity, there seems to be comfort and kind of ease, and a lot of the clothing seems to be something that you would really enjoy wearing. Like, it's not, it's not something that you're bound up in. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of constriction.
1: That is also personally motivated. Mm. Again, just like, because when I wear stuff like that, that's when I feel great, because it's not because it's comfortable and it's like it's it's distance from the body to the garment that i like because that feels woomy and Mm roomy and um protective and i just i think but i think like okay like what i what i'm really trying to do or what's really super important is like androgyny in terms of what i make like i don't want to make something that looks amazing on somebody and looks really bad on somebody else with a different body type Mm -hmm. like i i could like i'm not opposed to the idea of wearing like tight sexy things that are hard to walk in like i think that's also great but i get personal satisfaction from dressing in that kind of way i like that you know i live that and for that reason i know that it works so i want that like I guess I do like to kind of sp- spread comfort like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think like it's about. So that is the aspect of
0: essentially of, or that is a, yeah. an aspect of your own yeah. influence beyond sort of cultural reference or yeah, any societal reference that it's just you injecting your own personal flair into the.
1: Well, my, my, like, it's like my own like desire for like tactile, like, like comfort, like in terms of like how it feels, you know, on your body when you wear it and also like a social comfort. Like I'm whatever I'm this, I'm that I feel unattractive. I feel uh, dysphoric. You know, I feel like whatever I like. I like the idea of being able to wear something to absolve Mm -hmm. that. And, and that's comfort as well. Yeah. Comfort. uh, Like my physical form is not important right Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it is. uh, And sometimes that's really fun, but, we know that already yeah you know so the word fashion Mm -hmm. has this sort of art
0: word it has a similarity in the sense of like art being air quotes art yes that's not art exactly this is you know yeah this is not fashion yeah um you, you ever think about whether you're like does it do you care? Or are you just like, well, it's both, it's either or it's neither. And I don't care whether it's any of those things. Are you ever thinking about um, what you wish fashion were? Do you feel like you have a need to like, you're, you're really trying to influence like how people would, would be dressing. Yeah, or is it or you care? You're just like, well, this is what I like and hopefully maybe you like it. And that's great.
1: Yeah. Both. I think recently I, figure it out yeah i i have a you know i want people to to wear it Mm -hmm. i want people to wear my things because like that's how they live on and that's how Mm -hmm. they function and that's Mm -hmm. how i get new ideas from seeing that and like i just i don't know maybe this is kind of just like a snobby fixation i have but like if people can't wear it like okay what's the point but i'm also not trying to be like people are dumb they can only wear this and that Mm -hmm. they can only wear pants in this they can only wear like ideally i make clothes that look crazy and look slightly less crazy and people wear them all all the time yeah i think like i you know aside from 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 you know the fantasy of it like i do have a newfound like vested interest in making things functional you know um So that the garments, you know, can live on, can like live a life of their own. Cause a lot of people who make fashion right now are like doing a great job, but maybe more kind of like producing for Instagram, you know, Mm -hmm. and, 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 and a lot of people who make fashion now are really smart and really savvy about like how to make that look good. You know, how to like all the tricks that, that get that good particular shot. I love that. Like, I want to see nice photos. But I'd rather see nice things happening in real life. I would feel like you know y- you want your
0: your work to exist in mm-hmm. the world. Totally. If it's fashion, or if it's then even take away the idea of fashion. If it's if it's clothing,
1: yeah,
0: if people aren't wearing it, then you're not really making clothing. Then you're not really making clothing. Yeah, and it's not that you you're necessarily wanting to have a conversation about the piece, but allowing uh, a. Sp- like allowing a spectrum or allowing a space where it's ex- like it's acceptable to be wearing something that would be mm-hmm. seen as traditionally different or odd or wh- whatever you want to categorize it yeah. as um gives space for again it's this I- idea that like okay well if i can do that yeah well then i could also do this exactly and that taboo is no longer a taboo anymore it's just it's just clothing why why do you have to see it as something
1: exactly and for that taboo to be broken which i yeah of course i want that like you have to make it work like you can't it can't not work mm-hmm. you know what what i think like stepping back for a sec from like i don't know drag as we were understanding it in this conversation like what i what i've been thinking about is like okay like there's a lot of stuff i could i could pull off you know in those in those moments where it's like okay like things are dark uh and also i know that i made what i'm wearing and i'm it's my body navigating it. So Mm -hmm. I know if something's wrong, I know what to do to compensate for that. And like, that's fine. But I think, I don't know. It's more, it's way more good to make it work. And it's more radical to make it work because then you can wear it in the daytime Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then things are, and then shit's crazier, you know, like, let's go there. When I tell people this, like, like, you know, I feel so bored to explain to people, because about because of how bored they are when I say that yeah okay I'm taking time to make like technical adjustments and, and and to what I'm doing, it's so boring to everybody. But I think it's just the most like radical thing because then it's like okay now it works here, now it works in the car, now it works on the top of the mountain. Now you're like skiing in it, like you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the best
0: from the slopes to the streets. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I think a lot of people from my generation really are really smart about producing themselves and are kind of really addicted to producing themselves and only know how to produce themselves and don't know how to, you know, I think you have to know how to do that. And I do that and I feel good about how I do that, but that's not it. So if you're like, you know, if you make something that's not good and that doesn't hold up, your only option is to produce yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. because then you, you you know what you want to hide, what you want to, show about what you've done Um, but I just don't think that that's really like realistic and that's I think it's really selfish to think of things that way and I I like you know I I make things I try and make things with the idea like if somebody else is going to touch this and do what they want with it I have to be okay with it from every angle Mm -hmm. Um, of course I want to like take shortcuts and have my fantasy and make it look good for me but like it's just just it's selfish to it's selfish to to do that because then the only way it can exist or the only way it will likely exist is under your control and i like to have control but i also like to see what other people will do with with what i do because i make you know i love to put on a show i love to have the accessories and music and details and and people and all that stuff but like at the end of the day i make clothes so Mm -hmm. they need to be able to be handled and understood by more than just me you know yeah so that like that's that that's that's, I guess, why I feel it's important.
0: Yeah, the personal brand yeah. is something that I'm consistently curious about. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, and I think it's interesting that your perspective—that's what your perspective is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, yeah, if you, if you're if you've developed and you've been really, really good on focusing on your personal brand, this is who I am, and this is what I'm about, and this is how I look, and these are the things that I do. Yeah are you encouraging people to just become sort of these like kind of robotic? Like if I now, if I'm outside of this box now, then I'm no longer in my personal brand. I, I just like the idea that you, you sort of were saying if we're only focusing on our personal brands, then really we're just a bunch of like individuals who are just so focused on us. Yeah. We're not thinking about the, like the greater good, how, what we are, we are doing is impacting everybody. We still have to live on a planet with, billions of people
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, so everybody has to be their own kind of personal celebrity right now it seems i think it's probably fine you know to establish those things about yourself that you can you know transform into a personal brand i get really scared when those questions get asked to me because that personal brand could and maybe also like should you know change over time Mm -hmm. i don't want to make a big investment you know in that because it could change. That's something I found changes. Yeah. Uh, What hasn't changed has been like my interest in making stuff, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, I'm comfortable to invest there. I don't really know. Maybe there's people from my generation that have that understanding of themselves enough to make it a brand and, and, and have it, you know, last forever. Like there's lots of people who've done that in entertainment and stuff and such in the past. I really I really don't know, but I'm looking to you for I the know. answers <laughs> well this isn't like yeah, I feel so like out of my generation even though I'm not like I don't I don't know all the tricks of 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 that and how to make that work and 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 what people talk about with each other who do that to to make sense of it like I really I really have no idea I envy people who can do it because it seems you know obviously what they're doing is trying to get me to think that they've got it together and most people do a pretty good job.
0: Yeah, but I think that's the problem I have. Yeah, is it's like, well, we're all we're all perfect on Instagram. Yeah, we have the capacity to be perfect. Yeah, and like so much so that the way in which we're talking to each other and interacting with each other mm-hmm. is completely false. Everybody's just kind of playing along with mm-hmm. it, and nobody's really considering how that's changing. The, no, we just all
1: know, accept it kind of right off the bat.
0: Yeah. But as the technology progresses, I would hope that that's not the direction that it's going in. You know, that that um, there's individuality that's yeah. able to be maintained. And just because you can take really good just pictures, you like you said, doesn't mean you sh- that should yeah. be, you know, uh, the only way that
1: you interact with the world. I agree completely. Personally, it's like I don't, I've always kind of maybe felt a little bit like outside of that. Because of, I don't know, maybe this is an artist thing, maybe this is like, I don't know, more sad than I mean it to sound, but you know, like, because I, all all of the things that I'm interested and engaged with sort of stemmed from like, um, as I was saying earlier, like, a little bit of the forbidden fruit Mm -hmm. thing in my childhood. Like, you know, and because that was always the flavor of what I was doing, like I've had to kind of accept like a lot of my own personal, like nastiness and imperfections. And I've always been kind of, I guess, really candid with my negativity and like the mistakes I've made and, and like funny errors that occur in, in my life and creative process. Like, I don't know. That's just kind of like, that's, that feels like more of what, actually makes up what i do you know like like me poking and prodding and 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 figuring out um and making fun of like my own like endless source of negativity i don't know so i i i I have i have that relationship with that and it's weird to see people being perfect yeah for that reason because i just like i just i don't I think it's fine, and like I don't want to shit on anything because, like, uh, like funny, beautiful, perfect Instagram stuff. Like, it's very like, it's very pervasive and very nice to look at, and like I'm not like I'm not mad at it. Sure, but I don't get great. it. Yeah, like the, I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. the yeah.
0: aesthetics are great. Yeah, it's just it's not like really the best way to go. Um, but I also think that what you're saying, embracing the darker sides or whatever you want to call it, darker sides yeah. or the sort of the negative aspects of what would traditionally seen as being negative is really what allows you to become a better or different, more open person. Yeah. You know, um, if you're constantly just trying to avoid all of those things, then, you know, who, who are you becoming in the end? It's certainly not, yeah. so it's certainly really not you. And I think so much of great, so much great art, so much comedy comes out of that darkness, you know, like when you hear comedians speak so much of them, i mm-hmm. talking about how it's like, well, you can't be funny unless you've experienced some kind of really terrible, uh, something, you know? Yeah. It doesn't absolutely. have to be so bad, I don't think, but, um, at least be willing to laugh at what's, what could be construed as being, uh, awful or terrible.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, of course I don't want to like wish that kind of like miserable, like, have you know yeah. I don't I wish people didn't have to like uh you know confront their negativity, so head on maybe, but um I just it just always seems like you you know you, you have to do that
0: mm-hmm.
1: like you have to do that and and that takes time you know to do that, and therefore good art and things take time, yeah, you know, I mm-hmm. just finished the Jennifer Lewis, her uh, book the Mother of Black Hollywood, I think it's called, and she like she says a lot of times she says the the elevator to success is broken, yeah, yeah, and it's true. you yeah. have to take the stairs um yeah. <laughs> which are like yeah, like dark and sad sometimes, so yeah i think i think I think like like many Instagram phenomenons are just kind of dancing around that mm-hmm. in terms of like their place in 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 artistic circles, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, like, look at what's real. Yeah. Yeah. Embrace it and use it.
1: Well, it's, I mean, you're going to have to do it at some point. Yeah, so, I right. mean, like, I just am trying to do it now while I'm young. <laughs> yeah. You know.
0: Um, well, yeah. um, thank you for sharing your time with me today. Likewise. Yeah.
1: Likewise. This was really fun.
0: Yeah. And hopefully we can do it again sometime. Yeah. Later.
1: Yes, please. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy.
0: If you like what you heard on the show today and would like to support it, I would encourage you to go to my Patreon page and become a patron. Patrons will get access to exclusive content and can help decide which guests come on the show and what I ask them, as well as other rewards along the way. Support will enable the show to become bigger and better in many ways. There'll be a link to the page on both the mind to make website at www.mindtomake.com as well as in the show notes in the description for the podcast. Thanks again so much for listening, and please tune in next time.